I'm Mark Adams and this is Mark Smith's 50 for 50 and each week I will look at a year in my life to find the geek influences ending up looking at the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week, 1984! While George Orwell's vision of this dystopian 1984 didn't quite happen, or did it, the news uh, from that year was not the best. The symbol of international friendship was once more disrupted by countries boycotting the Los Angeles Games. Four years after the USA led a boycott in the 1980 Moscow Olympics, with 65 nations refusing to participate, now it was the Soviet bloc, with the Soviet Union leading 14 Eastern Bloc countries out of the Olympics. The AIDS virus, while known for a few years, had now become more publicly known with the AIDS activist Bobby Campbell's death and the US government discovering the cause of the virus. I remember those early days when the information was just playground gossip and it would be three years before the Don't Die of Ignorance campaign in the UK. The IRA made an assassination attempt on the British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. They bombed a hotel that her party used for a conference. Like most terrorist organisations, they missed on two counts. By killing and injuring those who were not their target, and thinking that everyone will step aside when they use force. It was also the year that the world became aware of the Ethiopian famine through pop songs of all things. I remember watching the Feed the World video as it was first shown on TV either just before the evening news or just after. If the real world was not so great in 1984, escapism was pretty good. On TV we had the USA import of V about an alien invasion. I remember ITV showing this because the BBC had won the rights to the Olympics and hoping that this would win back some of those views. For the time it was groundbreaking, a cross between Star Wars and Star Trek and everyone remembers the rodent eating scene. The UK did their bit for the sci-fi and fantasy TV. We got a new Doctor and not a moment too soon. Colin Baker took the controls of the TARDIS and I was quite excited. While some modern viewers see a regeneration as a time to complain, it seemed a great time to me. I had previously seen Colin Baker acting in Swallows and Amazons on the BBC series just before his full series of Doctor Who. I think I only watched it because he was going to be in it, knowing that he it was a great opportunity to watch my Doctor in action before he got into the TARDIS. The BBC also adapted John Christopher's Tripods novels, what we would now call young adult novels. The story of three young men trying to escape enslavement from alien masters who have conquered the earth. The BBC broadcast two series covering the first two books in the trilogy, but then The Phantom Menace of Michael Grade cancelled the third series due to falling ratings. The story, set in a feudal land after the War of the Worlds invasion many years ago, was unfinished for me until I read the whole trilogy in the late 90s. The BBC also adapted the fantasy book The Box of Delights. This was Sunday evening family viewing in the winter at its best. A young posh boy was given a mysterious box by Patrick Troughton and has magical adventures. 
This was my first exposure to Troughton and I didn't know he was even a doctor. For their time the special effects were very good and even won awards. If I hear the theme tune today it takes me back to those Christmas lights and the crackling fire of our Decembers long ago. While TV was great, films were fantastic. In 1984 we had Gremlins, Karate Kid, Terminator and Police Academy. Yes, Police Academy. I know the franchise became a bit of a lame duck over the years, but that first film was really quite good. The big movie of the year was, of course, Ghostbusters. And my dad brought us to see it in the cinema and I remember him laughing and explaining that the group outside the Shander apartments as the Ghostbusters showed up were Orthodox Jews. And he found that quite funny, them praying outside. Roger and I went to see my first Star Trek film with the search for Spock. Honestly, nothing, nothing prepared me for that first scene of the Enterprise gliding across that screen with the battle damage as well. While I wasn't reading them, comics made big leaps. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles first hit the pages, more known for the cartoon than the comics in my head. Marvel launched a series that began as a toy tie-in, but would expand beyond their remit. Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars. It was a few years before I would get to read it, uh, being lent it by someone in tech, uh, but this opened up the floodgates to other mega crossovers, including the annuals over the next 35 years. If you would like to contact me, you can by email at mymarksmess@gmail.com, on Twitter at MarksMessPodcast without the T, on Facebook MarksMessPodcast, and thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music.